Welcome. Back. Welcome back to What Are You Saying? Episode 41. It feels good to be back. Absolutely does. Absolutely does. I feel it's every time we come back, though, we always upload every week. It's just like a new day. It's like the first time we started, we're filming again because I feel like, or sorry, recording again. I feel like from every episode, I feel the more episodes we do, you start loving an episode, you start loving a different episode. So, and today is a special episode. Why is that, Osama? So, for for you, if you guys, if you don't know, episode fifteen, we had a beautiful guest, one of our good friends, Dialectic Ali. He actually came and spoke to us about Ijaz Chowdhury, someone who obviously was. Um. Oh my God, I'm losing my words. He he, he was killed by a police officer, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Yes, he was killed by a police officer, and obviously they were they wanted justice for him, and we obviously went and spoke about it. And even though he was he was on our podcast for 15 minutes, but if you go to episode 15, which is definitely a long time ago by now, definitely a couple of months back, he spoke really good. If you guys don't know, by the way, Dialectic Ali is actually a rapper, poet. He's also an advocate for um for a pal like for every kind of movement, whether whether it's Black Lives Matter movement, whether it's the Palestinian movement. Any movement that you see, he's always speaking about it, advocating about it. He's so he's so so much into human rights. We love to come that he was our friend. Anything you want to add, Mohammed? Yeah, like you said, it's gonna be a beautiful episode to have him back. Last time was only 15 minutes, he was able to speak, but with the points he was giving and just his insight and what he knows, he just left us wanting more. So obviously a lot of people want him to come back on the show. I'm excited to have him back on, and it's going to be a beautiful episode, and I can't wait for him to get on the show to share more of his thoughts and views, and we're just going to have a beautiful conversation, classic ways. He's the first guest that we've had on in a long time, so it's the first of me, all right, people? Our last guest was episode 25. This is episode 41. I actually just sent the link to him right now, so he should be joining really soon. Really excited. We have some beautiful questions. I honestly forgot that we're recording this episode today. And again, we do record ahead. So when you are hearing this episode, just know that the day that we recorded it, we honestly forgot had it not been, had he not texted me saying, hey, we're still doing this. I'm like, oh my God. So I, t- I texted Mo, Mo also, Mohammed also forgot. So, <laughs> hey man, we're, we're busy schedules. I was eating when Osama texted me and then called. Uh, <laughs> but once again, welcome to Waze. If you don't know who we are, my name is Mohammed. Here with Osama. Make sure to... F- 2.0 on Instagram. You can follow Osama's personal page at Kusa300. You can follow my personal page at Muhammad.global. New episode every week. Make sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. You can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, and other platforms as well. Make sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe to every video. We appreciate the love, the feedback, and just the fans. Everyone's amazing. And it's all about beautiful conversations beautiful people, and taking it to the next level. And what's so funny, Osama? Yes. What's funny? Oh, I thought I heard you laughing. Yeah, what's funny, though, because you, you make me laugh, so what's funny? So, yeah, even in serious moments, so when someone's laughing, you know it's going to be a beautiful time. And um, as far as the conversation for today, we... Oh, I think he joined? He joined us, yeah, Dialectic yeah. Ali. Yes, how are you guys? Good, Very good, 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 brother. good how man. are you? I'm great, we're, man. We're just, Can't complain, yeah. We were just telling about... Actually, we were just going to mention that for people who are listening, our brother, Hater, by, in Dialectic Alley, which he goes by, has a new song called uh, Memories of, of, of Oblivion. Yep. 
Amazing song, by the way. I want to. I want to. I know. I haven't told you, but it's an amazing song. Thank you. Thank you. You're and, welcome, brother. And speak about the track. Speak about the process while you made the song, and he's featured on the song because there's two other features beside yourself. And what made yeah. you want to get those thoughts and ideas out? Yeah. So I think the the premise behind the song was, you know, mainly centered um, on, you know, getting that sort of you know, the experiences that people go through in terms of, it isn't just necessarily about the refugee crisis, which it does, you know, heavily revolve around, but it can be about, you know, anything like that, whatever it is, like war, um, you know, any sort of tragedy that people kind of go through and put up with. I really wanted to, you know, give that sort of first person perspective. And I think it's really important, right, that, you can give people all this sort of different information. You can throw out statistics, you can write articles, essays, give lectures, but ultimately, you know, there's a sort of a disconnect. Like people will watch a video, they will watch something on the news, they'll read something, but then it's like, you know what? Like it it kind of fades away, right? It dies down inside your own subconscious. So you aren't really, you know, all that impacted by it in the long run, even though you carry it for maybe a, a day or two or whatever it is, right? So I mm-hmm. think with uh, with the song, and that's you know a testament to the power that like music has, like it, it touches you very deeply, right? And it kind yeah. of sticks with you, like it really, really hits, right? And yeah. especially with stories, right? If you're telling a story and you tell a good story people are going to be able to relate to it on a whole other level, especially when you're putting that person, the listener, in another person's shoes, right, where they can understand what that person is going through. And that's the sort of story um, I wanted to tell with, you know, like showing the different stages that someone would go through in terms of, you know, because it's it's pretty ridiculous. Like for people like us, right, like if you're an immigrant or if you're like, um, a racialized person like you can understand this better because we have like family we have people we know who go through similar experiences we know about like our countries like I know you Osama you know what it means for your country to you yeah. know be destroyed or whatever it is right absolutely but a lot of people don't get this stuff and so for them like despite all this news and all this you know um, all this like focus on these issues they still don't seem to understand like oh why are people coming here why are they coming here and taking our jobs why can't they just stay there and just like you know ridiculous stuff like that so it's important that we tell these stories in order Mm -hmm. for people to connect on a deeper level see i loved how you said that in the end where you were saying um you loved how like sometimes like people don't know the actual truth to certain stuff and that's, mm-hmm. that, I think that goes also to people having to go research because sometimes things that you hear from the news isn't always necessarily true, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And sometimes through music, like I know one rapper that I know you're like you're actually two rappers that I mentioned right now. I, I'm on it. I want to. It's just two parter before I ask my question. Low key sure. and Immortal Technique are one of those two guys for me that kind of opened the world for me because I was always, I was like, the music I was listening sure? to before of them. I thought it was Lil Pump. Sorry? I thought it was Lil Pump and Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, okay, listen, bro. After what Lil Pump did in the, for, uh, what did he do? He came out the yeah. Trump's uh, rally. Yeah, oh. yeah he, he took a big L, bro. No one doesn't, like, after that, it's got to be the biggest L. But no, all jokes aside, 
hater knows as well. Like dialectal the dialectic. Oh my god, I can't speak. <laughs> dialectic Ali knows that Loki, Loki, and uh, Immortal Technique. When you hear their music, they talk about real, genuine facts. Like yes, you'll have those artists who make you feel a certain way, but then those two rappers who are obviously not as known, but if you do know them and you understand their lyrics, and I, I each time I hear like your your uh, your music, man, Allah. It makes me feel like I'm listening to Vomik. It's like you're that new era of that rapper who's actually trying to feed knowledge to the world. And people are one day down the road and listen to say, it's like, yo, that's some facts right there. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah, but, but my question was going to be to you. So would yeah. you say Immortal Technique and Loki are big influences, influences on you and making your music? Yeah, most definitely. I think, um, and you know, that like that's what it's all about, right? Like, you have an artist like i remember when i was like you know um like grade nine ten the sort of music that i was listening to up until that point it was just like you know whatever right like mainstream music yeah. whatever is on the radio <laughs> whatever i can get off of what was it like uh drake Frostwire? Frostwire? was that was that the thing Frostwire, lime oh, wire those are the days lime wire <laughs> those are the days so like whatever I download, it's like that was it right like i didn't really look too much into it but like when i started you know listening to like loki and immortal technique you sort of and not just them like first you know they were kind of like the primary focal point for me and then they opened up this whole other universe in in terms of like you know organic original hip-hop and not just like you know from like the 90s 80s and stuff like that but like Mm -hmm. even artists who are quote-unquote like commercial nowadays but you just don't hear about them right like people like black thought like up until like what four or five years ago he wasn't getting the credit yep. that he's getting that right even though he's yeah. a, he's like an a pioneer right yep. so and that's the thing right so like you almost have to look at it in terms of like it's like a it's like a chain right it's like a legacy that you're carrying on and something that you're passing down like that's it's a tradition and it started way way back when not even when hip-hop started right hip-hop started in the 70s in new york city and it became this global Mm -hmm. phenomenon but the history behind that even right you have like people like the last poets then you have like you know gil scott heron and then you have this whole trajectory before that of not just like the jazz the blues and then like people in Africa, you know, before the slave trade disrupted a whole culture and civilization, like griots, right, who were literally in um, the court w- in terms of the African kingdoms at that time, and they were reciting these stories. And so you, like, I, as like a, you know, a brown guy, I'm not even black, but I have to understand, appreciate and know that this is what hip hop is and that I can't just be out here being like, okay, yeah, yo, I'm just going to make whatever music I want just for the fun of it. Obviously you want to do that. Sometimes you want to express yourself, but ultimately it comes down to, yo, this is a responsibility that I'm taking mm-hmm. and my word, of a meaning and an impact on people. Like I can, like I have a way of, you know, developing an intimacy with people that you know their friends and family don't even have that right 
like For songs sure. stick with you, words stick with you, melodies, beats, rhymes, they stick deep, right? So, and mm-hmm. I know that because that's what happened with me. That's what I've experienced. And so I'm almost using that and using this as a vehicle, right? I, like I know that, okay, most people don't like to, you know, talk or listen to politics or whatever. So yeah. I can use this as like a, as a means to get through to people. So, so that's what it's, that's what it's about. And I loved how you said that, how you legit connected the dots. I know, and actually legit explained the timeline as far as the roots of where hip hop came and where it stemmed from, right? It's just be, it's beyond the 80s, the 70s and the 90s and the 2000s, right? It came from a, from a lineage of different black arts, art forms and different pioneers, right? So I, liked, I loved how you connected all the way back. And also how you said that, once again, you're showing respect in an art form and in a genre that obviously that your people weren't a part of as far as originating it, but it doesn't mean that you can't be a part of it, mm-hmm. but at least you're showing respect and honoring the lineage of where it came from. So I think that's beautiful how other people who might not be from the same culture, it doesn't have to be hip hop in general, but it could be other things as well, right? If you're going to step into something, at yeah. least know that the people who started at least give them their flowers. If not, ask for the knowledge, know the ledge. Mm-hmm. So therefore you know where it came from. So you Yo, know definitely, definitely appreciation for the art firm and genre so therefore once you're part of the curation you're pushing it forward with a huge amount of knowledge wisdom and understanding right so i really love that one question i have for you i would really love to know you're a very curious person you love to know different kind of things and you're very uh intricate as far as your messaging your themes and the way you relay different messages to different forms of people where did your curiosity come from and why do you think you're such a curious person Hmm. Uh, that's a tough question. That's what we do. Um. To be, to, to be honest, I I think it's like there has to be like I, I I don't know if for sure, but I I do believe to an extent it's like you know it's innate. It's like you're almost born with this sort of curiosity. Not that it can't be you know like fostered and sort of you know cultivated within yourself mm-hmm. over time. Um, but just like being exposed to, you know, different things, like we, we immigrated here to Canada, um, and just like a lot of the life experiences that I went through, you go through some like crazy stuff and it really, you know, it really makes you question everything. And then just over time, like being exposed to different things, um, watching the news, reading a lot at like a young, young age, I think that that really plays, you know, a major role in the long run in terms of fostering that curiosity and and kind of, you know, pushing you um to question everything and i I think that's what it ultimately is is that you have like this diversity of perspectives and opinions that that you're you you suddenly become aware of and when you're like okay if life can be like this or if this happened to that person then what if this is happening to this person whatever it is like you're all you're just connecting the dots between different things and you're always trying to push you know the boundaries um, of, of what you know or what you're expected to know, right? Because that's something I think, especially in our society, where it's just like, this is what you should know and you got to like stay in your lane, right? And that's what a lot of people yeah. don't do. They don't like stepping out, you know, of their comfort zone and they kind of don't like stepping literally outside of, you know, where they are. Um, but But that's like, you know, the greatest gift of life probably right there that you can kind of, you know, 
understand that there's like a like an infinite possibilities and just like universes and worlds out there beyond your own like only if you'd step out right yeah beautiful answers uh i had a question for you yeah what would so uh, what would you say is your favorite piece of music that you've made that like like that like from to like from the from, from when you started to now what's your favorite song that you made that like to you it means a lot to you Mm. um well so there's actually quite a lot of like unreleased music that i've been sitting on oh really um, yeah on, yeah there's, <laughs> there's a ton of music and, and you know what what the thing is like so if you don't release music um like certain pieces of music right yeah uh you almost feel like they're not relevant anymore and i, I feel like with the like the coronavirus and just like the pandemic really like shifting everything um there are certain pieces of music that i i won't release now because they they don't like you know they they aren't i wouldn't say relevant but they just don't help in terms of what i was trying to do with the mm-hmm. song um but but in recent times um there's there's actually a, a, a like it's almost like a spoken word piece of a poetry piece that i wrote yeah um on palestine that i'm going to be releasing very soon we're going to be doing like a live session Um, and yeah we're going to be releasing that so what it talks about um is like the the situation in palestine but like um it's from the perspective of of basically the walls um the wall in 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 gaza the apartheid wall as well as the west bank and sort of you know like um giving that perspective of what it means to be like a a a bystander who who really isn't you know um there and really can't do anything that's sort of how you feel sometimes when you look at a at something like that that it's not even a conflict it's not even the war it's literally you know oppression and the worst forms of brutality that you feel so helpless you know watching people just go through that and you can't do anything so that's sort of like a reflective piece on that and um it's going to be coming out soon well i'm excited even though i'm kind of biased because i am palestinian but i feel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no all jokes aside i feel like the one the one thing because obviously i do is i just i do listen to a lot of mainstream artists obviously like anyway but then i then i do have like the artists who have a meaningful message and i'm not saying other artists don't but i'm saying these artists are talking about like they're not always recognized for their talent for their work so they yeah. speak about stuff that a lot of people necessarily don't speak about right which yeah. I feel is really important because it kind of shows that you're true to your culture, that you're true to your statement, that you're true to what you stand for. Mm-hmm. And people have to hear it because a lot of the times, like, so for people, who, for people who are hearing this episode, it's going to be, like, uploaded, uh, it's going to be dropping later, but obviously today, the day, uh, November, what's today, November 7th? Yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously we, we, we heard that Joe Biden got elected and like throughout the past week, they were talking about elections and stuff like that. So obviously, like there was so much like misinformation that people needed. You see certain like other news outlets sharing different information. Other news outlets are sharing sharing different different information. So I feel mm-hmm. when it comes to like music, I feel like music for me is what one of the things that I can connect with and relate to sometimes. Yeah. One question I have for you is a pretty fun question. Now, when it comes to hip hop, yeah. there's nothing more like beloved to a lot of hip hop heads than the cipher. The cipher is something that everyone <laughs> loves to see. Some of your mm-hmm. favorite rappers, MCs. 
whoever you want, just spitting, whether it's a 16, 32 bar, 8 bar, just going in, right? Now, if you had the option, mm -hmm. if you had your own cipher and you could do with five MCs, mm -hmm. dead or alive, who would those five MCs be and why? Mm -hmm. Man, okay, yo, that's that's a tough one. Um, yo, like I, I could honestly never come up with a top five. Um, because there's like there's different, um, you know, like types of MCs, right? And, and even like some are MC MCs, right? And then others are just like the they're the lyrical types. Um, even though they're like you know they're nice in terms of their style and their flow and their substance. Yeah, but I would say. Um, top five dead or alive. Okay, yeah. So it has to be Pac, Nas. I want to say, you know what? I'm gonna put Black mm. Thought there. For let's see. Oh man, this is tough. Um, that's a tough. Yeah, it's a tough question. Five minutes. You gonna cipher? Because there's so much. Alive? Like crazy. Exactly, yo, it's insane. I, yeah, I already yeah, said yeah. big, right? No. Yeah. Um. I saw, I don't think you said big because you said nice. You, you didn't. You, you didn't say big. You said pop and big. Nas, so that's four. Pot. Okay, we'll put we'll, we'll put big inside there. And um, maybe, maybe really? nothing, man. Maybe. Damn. Yeah. Really. That's actually under, that's an underrated pick. Method yeah. Man is low key underrated. That, that is. A... It's like heavily East Coast too, right? Like I kind of yeah, want to yeah, balance yeah. it out, but in terms of like West Coast MCs or, or even like from from the South, Method Man's gonna bring the energy. So yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, and, and like in just in terms of you know like all five of them, like again yeah. heavily lyrical. Um, they have their yeah, own unique style, much. right? That's like so important. In terms of, like, if you, especially if you want to do like a proper cipher, you can't have like the no. same sort of MCs. Um, and that's what made someone like a, a group like, um, like, um, like that, like a lot of the groups like that we see like mm -hmm. across hip hop, right? Um, it's like Wu Tang Clan or whatnot. Like that's what made them so unique is the fact that they had like different personalities inside there, and that's why they meshed together so. Those well. were the days, beautiful yeah. times. Yeah, man. <laughs> but that's pretty sick. That's a good list. That's a really good list. Honestly, I was like not, like, not. Exp I, I can, I kind of figured you would say Pac and Biggie, but everybody else to me was like just like all underrated. I think they have to be there, right? Like, there's, there's no doubt they got to be there. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably the most two recognizable. Um, even like most deaf could oh, actually most kind deaf of and a freestyle be maybe. sick. His freestyle is already legendary, so it's. Like, and he's in LA, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the BT uh, with Eminem and Black Dot, like just. most deaf is everything. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I <laughs> forgot about Eminem actually. So, so would Eminem would Eminem be your sixth guy? If there was a top no, ten, maybe. maybe okay, no, no, maybe the, top ten. Like, I, I'm a fan. Yeah, no, like I'm a fan of his. Like, I appreciate you know, like his just like his his body of work, but I feel like he he has like a That's redundant true. style 
where it's just like the same sort of level and energy on every single track. And that kind of gets like played out. Um, but mm, yeah, I know what you feel. Yeah, you gotta, you, you can't do anything but like appreciate and respect, you know, like his craft and like yeah, as yes. like, a white MC, right? Like he's he, nobody's touched that, touched that height like he did. Um, but I, I still think, you know, it's kind of like there, and there's a lot, man, there's so many artists, like I still discover artists who maybe they've like stopped rapping the last 10 years or something, but like who went under the radar their whole careers and you just like, now you're getting like a whiff, right? And even like today, there's like tons, right? Like I've been heavily over the past year listening to like, um, like all the guys from Griselda, gives yo like insane, insane. And they, they don't get, anywhere near the like the, the yeah, respect and like the credit that they should because on top of the game like right now especially when you like compared them to like other mainstream um acts like yeah they can't actually even, this is like, a good question touch that. who's a mainstream artist that we wouldn't expect you to like someone that That's we actually think a good wouldn't question. like Pro- probably yeah probably like Benny the Butcher like no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> I think Benny the Butcher is <laughs> someone or, like, that we expect you to like Who's an artist that we wouldn't expect you oh, yeah, all oh, to yeah. like? That you actually really like on low key. Oh, just like any genre or just like hip hop? Let's say hip hop. Yeah, so let's let's say hip hop. We'll keep it for hip hop. Mm. So who's the mainstream artist that you see? You know what? Like no one would like as Muhammad said. No one would expect you to like. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, is it Lil Uzi? Uh, no, no, no. Like I yo. Oh, okay. How about like no? Team T-Pain? I don't think people would associate. Yo, yeah, okay, okay, but that's just like yeah, because I have like a, I have like a really like strong, you know, bond with like 2007, 2008 oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So like, probably them, but yeah, like I actually I don't know, like the baby, like that's, okay, that's probably, that's yeah, him really, or like the even baby, like, yeah. Or like Belly, or, or yeah. Oh, let me hold on. Let me say one thing about Belly. I've been listening to this guy since two thousand and seven. Yo, that's that's interesting because, uh, like, majority of people I know, they know like the new Belly, right? Like the one like post yeah. uh, two thousand eleven, twelve. But yo, bo- so I found him. Hater. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Yo, where'd you guys go? <laughs> <laughs> Belly. We were talking about... He disappeared into another universe. is what we're talking about. He did, 100%. Okay, so in the meantime, while we figured out what happened to our brother, conversation getting deep, make sure you follow yep. us on Waste 2.0 on Instagram. Make sure you follow my brother from another mother, Muhammad. Thank you. Dot global on Instagram. Make sure you follow me. You're welcome, man. You're such, you're, you're such a beauty, by the way. Make sure you follow me at Kusa300 on IG. You know how it is, what it is, what is good. Aside so from that, yeah, we gotta wanna... figure out where our boy went, bro. <laughs> this guy disappeared this, into this another universe. It makes no sense, too, because this guy's on here. I'm not sure if he lost connection. I think he it's... lost connection. He's trying to reconnect. Oh no, he's back. Wait, you guys can't hear me. <laughs> oh, we can hear you. We can hear you now. I thought you were talking. About, I thought you were talking about something Wait, else. What? I've been here this whole time. 
I heard I heard Osama go off, and then I thought something Whoa. else happened. And I was just like waiting for you guys to do this. Don't worry, don't worry. I didn't lose connection. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, Hader, I want to ask you something. So, yes. So, we're talking about Belly. So, for everybody that's just joining us again, we were talking about Belly. So, I've been listening to Belly since 07, as I said, from a song from History of Violence to What a World. I'm not sure if you know those songs, right? I, I don't know those songs per se, but like, oh, so you guys didn't hear the part yeah, where did. I was talking about Belly? No, like, I remember, you were, I remember, oh, you remember oh. we, heard, we heard you talking about like, how the kids of this generation knew him of now, like how he signed for like the weekend and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty much what I was saying. I was just saying that, you know, um, like when I discovered his older stuff, like from like 2006, six, seven, or whatever, he was like, mm-hmm. you know, heavily like an underground type artist, like oh, yeah. political, like, you know, hard beats and stuff like that. And I was just, you know, like, how is this the same person, right? Um, which was crazy to me. And that you know like to be honest like i don't blame a lot of artists for for the sort of you know like um things that yeah kind of forced to do right because it's almost like yo especially given a a lot of the circumstances that a lot a lot of like you know young black men are coming out of okay so so what like what would they do if they didn't sign that deal right it's like it's literally a matter of life and death for them so it's like i i can't hold it against anybody for doing what they have to do in those situations but yeah it's interesting you know like seeing the sort of like course his career took because usually you see artists mainstream or they're you know like down with like mainstream acts and they have a type of music and then they sort of like develop into like say more political um, or like conscious like artists, right? But with him, it's like yeah. the opposite, and I'm guessing that has to do with them like ghostwriting and just like getting some sort of notoriety with like the weekend and whatnot, and that kind of you know mm-hmm. like to be like okay, I can't like, and that's the thing, right? With like again, you can't blame a lot of these artists because it's like if you say certain things, you won't get ahead. Like they won't. Yeah, like, you get canceled. Right? Exactly, right? And, and but even before, like when you really like social media wasn't that big, but especially nowadays, even though like it, it's more of an open and like you know diverse playing fields, but there's certain topics you just don't talk about. And I think like number one on that like hit list is Palestine, right? If you're like one hundred percent Palestine, you're gonna get like you know just you yeah, you won't point. exist, and that's it. You know, you know it's funny that you say that, right? Because if you go back to Belly, like back in 07, 06, 08 era, he had us like again. I mentioned the song. It's called "History of Violence," right? I think the mm-hmm. first, the first he was like the first like I think uh, he's the first thing he said like "Born in Janine, Palestine," right? Mm-hmm. And he's obviously talking about like Palestinian, the Lebanese war, and like stuff like that, right? Yeah. It, it's really political. If you if you go here, just to add on to your point, a lot of artists sometimes. It's hard. It's harder for them to be political, right? Like for example, Drake is an artist that I love, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I've, I've obviously watched his career grow. I mean, a lot of a lot of from, from our generation definitely have seen him grow. Mm-hmm. If he goes political right now, he can't because he's he has to keep an image, right? Which you have to like Absolutely, for him, he yeah. understands that. But for people who for people who are like obviously like I don't want to say they're low key, but they're they're definitely like those artists who have that some have that uh, respect. They are known as much. If they walk in, they they walk outside. They they may, they may they may not be recognized, but they do 
stay true to the words. And some of them, and I remember I was watching a video about locating mortal technique, and they said, we don't really care for the fame. Because mm-hmm. to them, it's all about their music and what they want to what they want to send. And sometimes you see a lot of celebrities, specifically in music, like they start getting frustrated because they're not able to make the music they want because it's not their certain label or because certain people think their music is too vulgar. If you go to like Eminem's interview with with Sway, and mm-hmm. he was and when he when he made that surprise album, apparently the disses were supposed to be way worse, but Dr. Dre was like. <laughs> You're going too far, right? Mm. So obviously, I do understand. Uh, sometimes I feel it's kind of unhealthy for sometimes for a, for a musician. I'm only speaking from from an outsider's perspective, but I could say sometimes when you're held in a bottle, like when you're held like so close, you would rather be able to express yourself the way you want to, as opposed mm. to like being like be, be being like almost uh, watched. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and, and I guess like you know. The thing is, like, especially nowadays, there's a larger audience in terms of, you know, people yeah. who want to hear that political stuff. But at the same time, the, the you know, like the way things are set up, mm-hmm. nobody wants to go there. right? Like with a lot of these issues, nobody wants to talk about it because of, you know, yeah. you know, like the, the, the drawbacks to it. And especially yeah. if you're like mainstream signed to a label, it's like a no go, right? Like you don't even want to um, go anywhere near um, those issues or, or kind of bring yourself into that light. Um, yeah. But, but at the same time now with, you know, like the power of social media and having all these different, you know, like platforms and tools at your, yeah literally at your fingertips a you don't need a label b you can go viral at any moment and that's like your career made right there right so artists technically do have a lot more leeway in terms of what they can say and who gets to you know like dominate um their message and 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 the way they're you know like expressing themselves well i feel that i feel like when you're obviously for example like a rapper that i've so rappers now, as you mentioned, they're able to go on Twitter and they speak their mind. Or obviously, you go on Instagram, drop a music video, whatever the case might be. Yeah. But obviously, when you're when you are a top artist, like whether it may be Drake, Weekend, Kendrick, J, like J Cole, whoever it might be, you have to keep an image at the end of the point because you obviously are signed to a label. Mm-hmm. People, you like if you in the end of the day, like when you're the biggest artist, all eyes are on you. You have to be careful what you say. Like for example, Drake is obviously Jewish, right? You don't see him talking about the Palestinian or like. Israeli conflict because mm-hmm. he, he obviously knows he has Arabs who are watching him or he knows he has Muslims watching him so if he says that he's going to start losing fans so mm-hmm. again obviously it is definitely scary and like you have to pick and choose your battles but I feel what but the one the one amazing thing about music is that's the only thing you can do without being judged like you're ex- sharing the expression how you feel like with your song Memories of Oblivion like when I would honestly I had to hear it again like I had to hear it before I heard this episode because it, it, it had to help me talk to you and I ask you so many questions. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, like I absolutely understand like where you're coming from, but at the same time, it's like, you know, like, especially with artists, like before, like I'm talking about like the nineties, maybe even early two thousands. Like Pac and Biggie. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, especially with like Pac, right? Like someone like Pac, I, I, I'm not too sure about like big, but like, there was, you know, like tons of artists and, and sort of the communities that they were coming out of, they could all, you know, talk about like that political aspect, 
it was far yeah. more you know easier for them to talk about it um mm-hmm. and I, i'm guessing that's because there wasn't like you know that the sort of you know um like record r- record execs and that whole system that yeah. they have place now um yeah but like they knew like you know where to where to give props and stuff like that especially with someone like Pac like even though it didn't seem like it his music was like overtly political right and a lot of his like messages and the things that he was yeah. saying was like it had like heavily you know like political undertones and mm-hmm. and that's kind of you know died down because it's not commercially viable like, but do you, know, time, do you know what the issue yeah. is Do you know what the issue is though? Because you said a you said a valid point about like artists in the two thousand early nineties or two thousand like NWA or like even guys like Rockham or like um, DOC mm-hmm. and everybody else you mentioned. They spoke about real stuff, but I feel our problem is now is people have become so desensitized to certain subjects that you're not able to be you anymore. For example, if you speak about something, someone like in the end of the day, we're not able to cater to eight billion people, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel when you're, I feel when someone's spreading a message about music, it's how he or she feels about this certain subject, and they shouldn't mm-hmm. be judged by it, right? That's why you feel a lot. Of, you see a lot of artists who their reputation is more than the actual. Like, they they literally don't have an opinion. Yeah, no, no, no. You're absolutely like you're absolutely right. I I do feel that, especially like even with our generation, right? Like you can't blame these kids because like they see and they're exposed to this stuff like every day like you turn on the news is the same stuff you over time obviously you're not going to feel the same way about things right so like you can you can't blame them yeah you're you're definitely right and i want to say one thing that on your point about social media you know it's mm-hmm. ironic about social media too cuz because a lot of people are so ignorant that they see certain like cuz sometimes you'll find pieces on social media before you find it on the news channels That's how fast social media like mm, travels. Absolutely right. So sometimes you'll find something about what, what about Palestine, Pakistan, Ghana, like, like Canada, the states. Stuff like I, I, I found I found out about um, the presidency on Facebook. Someone's phone's That's ringing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's leaving a business call. <laughs> oh, great. But yeah, I was just gonna say before an African phone call came to my Muhammad's house. <laughs> I was going to say that social media in a sense should 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 it be like it should actually help us elevate like sometimes I find people like getting mad when they speak their opinion I'm like you should not be getting mad at someone speaking their opinion social media is a great way to like express who you are regardless of what music and that's why I find like, when I listen to when I listen to your music or anybody else who's talking about a real message I also I also like feel much more in tune to listen to the lyrics as opposed to the beat Like you know when the baby drops a song or like some little Uzi guy drops a song, you're listening mm-hmm. because the beat is good. I can't understand what the guy's saying. Absolutely, to, like, it's like it's it's a mood, right? It's a vibe, and that that's about it. Like you you literally don't listen to that music for the lyrics, right? Um, and that's just like I guess us as artists, that's like the different paths that we've taken. Um, but yeah, it's it's understanding, you know, like obviously they do it for different reasons. Um, and that's because of the whole commercial side and just being signed to a label. You're literally told what to release when, you know, if they need like a club so, bank from you, they need something yeah. a bit more like conscious from you. You gotta, you know, mm-hmm. come your contract. Um, have... But yeah, like I would say that's that's a huge thing, right? Like especially nowadays, like 
I know that people literally, they probably don't, like, I don't think anybody actually until like this election cycle came around, like people aren't sitting in front of their TVs, watching the news um, and trying yeah. to understand things, right? They're literally getting the majority of the stuff, whatever is trending on social media. So that's when like, you know, music comes into play and it's just like, you have such a great tool right here where you can connect with people in a way where you know nothing else um, connects to them in that way and it's it's a very you know you're like you're you're creating a very personal relationship because like the way people are impacted by songs like and i'm talking about myself personally like you know how and how like what sort of thoughts and emotions you go through while you know listening to a song or a specific artist and you carry that with you like nobody else can achieve that. I don't think any other art form really allows for that to happen um, on that sort of level. And and it's a beautiful thing, right? And just understanding that you can empower people, you can, you know, drop knowledge, you can do whatever, literally, um, yeah. do something positive, right? I have I have a two questions. I have two questions for you. Yeah. My first question is to you: Who's an artist right now that you'd love to collab with? And who are artists that are alive that you would have actually dead or actually that are alive that you had that you want to collab with as well? So who's an artist right now that you want to collab with on any project? But who's an artist like that are alive that you grew up listening to that you would love to collab with if you had the chance? Um, okay, I, I think it goes without saying probably like Loki, um, just because like we have you know a, a similar make it happen. Of, yo, honestly, I'm I'm putting it out there right now. Low-key, if you're <laughs> this, I want to collab. Um, but yeah, like just in terms of in terms of the sort of you know things we're trying to accomplish with our music and just uh, and just our like our political understanding of that vision is very similar. And just you know this the way his music captivated me and motivated me and really like you know put me on this path. Um, I mean, it goes without saying that that's he's someone that I'd love to, um, you know, create something timeless with. And that's what it's all about, right? And in terms of, like, dead artists, I would probably say Pac. Um, just for, you know, like, the energy alone. Like, that that guy. Yeah. That's insane, right? And now it really, you know, like, it dawns on me at times when I listen to his, like, older stuff. Like, it, I'm pretty sure, like, in 100 years, people are still going to be listening to his stuff, right? And it's just, it's just that sort of raw emotion that's there like it doesn't matter yeah. who you are, what your politics are whatever like you just you listen to that energy and that voice and you're you're it's, it's it just grabs you right well if you think about it his music is kind of timeless because a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. he's spoken about still happens still this day like we look at the black lives matter movement what happened with george floyd that whole situation and we spoke about it even with the last episode you were on, episode 15, with um, Ihad Chowdhury, right? With obviously him mm-hmm. getting killed by a police officer and stuff like that. Yeah. And I feel when you're obviously speaking about political issues, a lot of people start becoming self-aware. Because you said it yourself. Not, not, not everyone's going to sit on CNN for like three hours and watch what the whole, what, what's happening. But when you go on Twitter, you see one tweet, you're like, this actually happened? Let me go search it up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. I'm right here. Uh, I'm I'm yeah, why, bro. Where's this guy at? Is music self-therapy for you? He he's yeah yeah um i i think it has to be right like that has to be uh, uh like a, an important component to it um 
because it's 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 coming from like a very you know like deep down place um and it's actually it's it's interesting so in urdu there's a the the term and i'm not sure if it's the same for arabic but i'm pretty sure it's the same for um farsi for persian but um so poetry is called shairi right and the shair is is the poet and obviously there you know a shair is a poet but it's also it, it translates to somebody who feels very deeply so it, it it's not like you know you're just you know living life or whatever and you're like you having these moments um where this stuff comes out it it requires a lot of you know like intimate soul searching sitting with yourself and really processing you know who you are what your place is in this world and, and sort of you know where you're going and just like these thoughts um that you really have to contend with and and it's a process right that's something that I've kind of learned and kind of you know come to terms with because especially now it is it's like the urge is that yo you got to stay relevant you got to like you know constantly and consistently put out certain sorts of music and that's going to yeah. you know like carry your career but um just like in terms of myself i was like i i had to become content with the fact that it's okay if i'm not releasing things for months on end because i'm kind of going through this process of you know um developing as a human being and that's what's being reflected um you know through my music and and that's you know once you once you unlock that part that's what gets through to people too and 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 you know people will listen to to it on a, another level do you have any future project that you're working on currently uh yeah so my debut ep um i've been working on that um and and as as i said you know because of the whole pandemic i feel like a couple of the tracks that were on there um yeah. and the, and the sort of like messaging as well as the themes that I was talking about they might not be so much more relevant now especially if I do release it, you know during quarantine and what not uh mm-hmm. so we kind of shelved that but there is um so that live session I told you about um they'll be coming out you know pretty soon hopefully um yeah just uh, taking care of some logistical stuff with that but i'm shooting a music video next week for a song that's um you know kind of reflecting on on the whole like you know black lives matter uh movement oh, i want to see everything. that music video live yeah 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 <laughs> i hope so so mm-hmm. you know and this is a song so it's called stolen um and, and it's it's basically you know it's specifically for like the south asian diaspora and i think we have like a huge uh racism like anti black racism problem in, in the desi community and just amongst you know like pakistanis it's not muslims right um and i feel like this is a, like a body of work that's really going to help people to understand you know what's going on and the sort of you know role that we should play in terms of how we can be allies you know uh, our black and brown brothers and sisters and mm-hmm. especially in light of you know what happened with the jaz chaudhry in the summer i think that's a uh-huh. huge like hugely pivotal moment in the gta because up until that point a lot of muslim people a lot of brown people they're like oh yeah this is something that happens to black people or yeah or, like oh it's just another black person killed by the police when you saw you know like um 
uh, just like any instance of police brutality, um, even when, you know, they weren't like mentally ill or whatever, that we kind of became like apathetic towards things. And we were like, yo, it's like, it happens all the time. So what, why should we care? Right. But then when it happens to one of our own, um, it hits on a different level. And I, I, I really want to, you know, like delve into that and kind of keep that momentum going because that's what the music is ultimately there for, right? Like trying to have, like make people have, you know, better, like greater conversations around these issues. Well, I'm definitely excited for the music video. If yeah, I'm not going to be here live, I'm, I'm waiting for it right now. <laughs> Thank you. You'll be the first guy, first person I send it to, both of you guys. Honestly, I love watching your stuff, bro. Like, the thing is, is like, people always tell me, like, why do I always have people on my stories? I'm like, I like, I like supporting my brothers and sisters. Like, if I can, yeah, I if I, like, love your stuff, I'm going to support it because I want to see you. One question I, I have for you, my Marshall, final question man, is, Marshall. if you're on a stranded Thank island yeah, bro. and you can listen to yes. five albums, you can only listen to five albums, which five albums would you pick mm. and why? <laughs> Gotta make it hard. You're, you're gonna make this guy go crazy, bro. <laughs> Heal that. Five. Okay, so you I have the means albums. to listen to an album, though. If I, I have nothing else, but damn. <sighs> okay, okay. Um, okay, yeah. Soundtrack <laughs> is a struggle because it's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle on that island. So that yes. um uh oh yeah, the black star album black star. um what was it called just black star right uh yeah 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 um let's see oh this is tough Man, come on um i would say oh oh um food and liquor yeah food and liquor. that's a that's a sleeper pick yeah is that is that lube fiasco Debut, debut. Actual. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, oh, the miseducation. I don't know why. Is he still there? <laughs> why did this always happen, bro? I know last time he's like, oh, I'm still here. But it's like he didn't say anything. It was kind of spooky. Okay, now he's back. <laughs> I know. Can you guys hear me? It is kind of. Now we okay, can. So <laughs> you're about to, you're about to say it. the miseducation of Lauren Hill, right? Honestly, my suggestion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So miseducation of Lauren Ooh, Hill. That's your five. Um, and I said Illmatic. That's five, right? But you know, if you go any genre though, does does that have to be only hip hop? Yes, yes. Uh, yo, I honestly only listen to hip hop. It's either hip hop or like you know, uh. Older, like, older, yeah. um, like they're like puzzles, <laughs> so they're like a specific form of like, yeah, it's oh, like okay. Sufi music poetry meshed together. Basically. That's pretty sick. That's, so that's pretty like sick. my only two genres of music, yeah. Actually, another question I have for you is the yeah. poet Rumi, as far as his influence, does he have an influence on you, and how big mm -hmm. is his influence as far as to the world? Because a lot of people don't really know him, but it's actually pretty surprising. So if he does influence in one in one way, explain that. And number two, how big is his impact on the global scale? Mm, yeah. So like Rumi is is he's actually like a really like interesting yeah. 
sort of like phenomenon, not even as like a person, right? So for me personally, I I like I came across his poetry just like you know here and there. I would like always yeah. like see his stuff, especially like online in the past couple of years. And I kind of I never really mm-hmm. you know like sat down and read like everything A to Z, but I definitely definitely did read a lot and and i think every single time you you come across yeah. <laughs> any of his work it leaves you deeply impacted like there hasn't been a, a single time right like where it, it doesn't have to be anything like deep or it doesn't seem deep right but it always like gets lodged into the back of your mind and you keep thinking about it and coming back to you know just something that's a simple quote so I think that's that's something like really profound and remarkable. And just as him as a person, like this guy was like a Sufi saint, like a mystic poet, right? And all this. And he's like, I think after the the Constitution and the King James Bible, he's the third like most popular um, you know, yeah, it's piece of literature yeah. in the United States today. And the majority of people, yeah, the majority of people who are no. reading his stuff, they don't know who Rumi, the person was, or the fact that he, this is like a, yeah. you know, like a, a medieval Muslim sage, right? Like they just think like, and, and his, a lot of his like work is mistranslated and sort of like, not even just mistranslated, but like, just like lost in terms of it's like islamic you know um importance because he's writing this like divine poetry and this love of allah right he's not really talking about like a woman or whatever but people kind of mistake it in that way um and just like you know when when you start like you know reading into into like sufism and stuff like that it's a beautiful Mm -hmm. beautiful you know like way to like look at the world um you know centering everything on love and sort of this like divine mercy um it's it's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing yeah that's amazing bro i, I love that i honestly want to thank you for coming on yeah. again. <laughs> i was we were trying to get you on for so long every time for so long i remember uh, how conversation appreciate you guys yeah, it means you, a lot it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure for us man we're, we're so excited we're so excited for you to like uh, drop your new projects. I'm legit hella excited. This guy shared some beautiful news. And yes, Loki, yes. if you're listening, you better collab with our brother, bro. Yes. I'm <laughs> always no joke. My DMs are always open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just when this episode comes out, I'm just gonna tag Loki and you. Yo, Yo just send it to him. Like he's he's gonna li- he's gonna look at it. At least look at it, so he'll he'll know. Bro, I sent him to look at our podcast. This guy didn't. This guy didn't see nothing. Really? Damn. Okay. Okay. I'll send it. To- he follows me on Twitter, so I'll just I'll tweet it at him. That's Yo, dope. Tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he follows me on Twitter. I'll I'll hit yeah, him up. So about it, yeah. Send it to Loki. Say, hey, man, listen to this episode. These guys are dope. Because my goal would be to have you. Loki, myself, that's Muhammad, all in the same room, having a beautiful mm-hmm. conversation. Yo, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. Yeah, it was, it was pretty surreal. But dude, if you don't know, I remember when I had my old Twitter. Hey, yeah, I remember that. To talk to Immortal Technique, bro. Yeah, crazy. yo, so Immortal Technique follows me on Instagram. He follows me on Instagram, but he just, uh, he has like such a huge, huge following. Like he never... Uh, you know, <laughs> that guy doesn't reply. He doesn't, 
leave you on red nothing makes sense <laughs> so uh, he, he's he's not going through his messages or anything but yeah if you're listening that's to, funny if tex listen to this <laughs> reply to my dear can you imagine he listens to this he's like, like as well. yo i, I, I reply to my dms <laughs> the wrong dms though might as well at this point but brother we want to legit thank you for everyone that's listening hey brother where can they um, where can they follow you uh yeah so on twitter at dialectic hip-hop um on instagram at dialectics for liberation um and on facebook just the search of dialectic um on spotify uh, itunes any streaming platform just search up dialectic we love that thanks bro again we appreciate you coming on our podcast it was it was a pleasure for us to hear you and like we spoke for, yeah. honestly i'm kind of glad we spoke longer this time because our last episode even though it was shorter it was still beautiful but I'm glad we had you for like the longer time this time. Me too, man. Me too. We had an amazing conversation. So I really, really love this. Thank you for having me, guys. Take care. You're very welcome. I appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Okay, guys. Take care. Take care. What? It doesn't get better wow. than this, man. Wow. Wow. Dude, hey, it was worth the wait. <laughs> and probably over 20 episodes. It was worth the wait. Like he said, like he's, I remember when um our first guest was on, she set the bar, and now he set the bar going forward. Like he had an answer for everything and anything. He, Hard. bro, you hit him with the like the five the, the five artists, and that's hard not bro. Like, on the spot. Not even like <laughs> not even like an idea or preconceived notion. Like, hey, I'm going in this direction. Like, boom, just out of nowhere, right? So, yeah, Blaze is about having beautiful conversations, but at the same time. Expect some tough questions coming your way unexpectedly, right? So the fact that he handled it with ease, you got to give him his props. You got to. Honestly, that's what Waze is about. That 100%, that's what Waze is about. Me and Muhammad do not joke around. When you come on Waze, you will get hit with the hard questions. You will hit with the beautiful conversations. And honestly, I feel like me and um, Hater had a beautiful conversation, like going back and forth about Twitter and music. It was definitely like very lovely. I feel like each part that you hear has – one of my favorite parts is when you was um is a when you yeah. asked him the island question like what would you because then that kind of makes you feel how someone thinks. Oh, beautiful picks! Beautiful and picks. Also, really t- his <laughs> picks were so underrated. <laughs> and the thing is, like, if we've known him for years, it doesn't really surprise me with his picks. Wayne, but for a lot of people who might not know him, they'd be very guys. inspired. And the thing is, he's a beautiful person. So, by all means, if you no. love this conversation and you want to hear more from him. Please follow him yeah. on Instagram and hit him up. Add him on Facebook and hit him up. The guy has knowledge and he loves talking yes. about different topics. He's really varied in a lot of different topics and platforms and different subjects that relates to things that people don't want to talk about. So when you're able to talk with someone of that caliber, man, the conversation is beautiful. Of course, the feeling is mutual because we have respect for him, vice versa. And obviously, you as the consumer, you win with the conversation that we have and stuff, right? So make sure to hit him up, listen to his music, share it, and get his platform and his thoughts and ideas out there to as much people as possible, right? It's not about us at the end of the day. It's about others. It's always about others. I agree 100%. It's all about others at the end of the day. And I honestly want to thank, thank you, you obviously, Mohammed, for always sharing his beautiful platform with me. Could have done with anybody else. 
make sure to follow us at Waste 2.0 on Instagram at Waste 2.0. You can follow Osama at Kusa 300. Once again, at Kusa 300. Myself at Muhammad Global. One more time at Muhammad Global. Every episode, every week, you can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, and other platforms as well. Make sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Thank you so much. If you want more guests, let us know. If we come on the show, let us know. If you want ideas and topics and themes you want us to talk about, let us know. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it, and we can't wait to get better as time goes along. Osama, peace. Take care, man.